Hey, this is Chelsea Perry. Welcome to Tame the Circus Brain. Hey, I'm so excited. It's already podcast 28. I feel like we've come far together and we're covering a lot of ground and this is exciting. So what I really want to talk about today is taking care of ourselves. Uh, You know, the whole thing about how the flight attendant says to put the mask, the oxygen mask on yourself first and then assist your child. I think that that's something we've lost in life where um, we kind of put ourselves last on the list, unless you're narcissistic, then that's not your issue. (laughs) But if you're not all about you, uh, you put other people first and then you don't have anything left for yourself. And I just really am learning how horrible that is. It's really something that we're all like, being a martyr or whatever, we're all in the this weird position of like, no, you, no, you. And then all of a sudden we truly have nothing to give when the truth is the best thing we can do for the people around us is be the best version of ourselves. And no matter how my responsibility increases, the more I am acutely aware of my responsibility to take care of myself first. So what I am uh, really working on, it's really interesting. The more that gets placed on my plate or in my my uh, sphere of of influence or responsibility the more i realize it is my job to show up with something to give and so i am learning that if i don't tend to my own needs um then i'm doing everyone a disservice but for years for some reason i had that guilt mentality of um No, not me. I don't need anything. Everyone goes first before me. And it's a really weird, messed up thing. I think it's a kind of a good person theory where um, we're like, I'm a good person and I want to put other people first. Now, that's really true in some areas. But if you don't have anything to give, then it actually ends up being where you burn out quickly, you get jaded, you um, get sick, you have all kinds of... uh, weird repercussions to that mentality where you just start worrying and you put everybody first and then you become last to the point that um, it's really unhealthy. And then the the worst thing where you become bitter and angry and easily offended and really it just started with not nurturing and taking care of yourself in the very beginning. And I just want to encourage you to really listen to what I'm saying and how does this apply to your own life? It's something that I'm working on uh, continuously. I'm constantly trying to figure out what is it that I need? And I usually start with my basic needs. Have I had enough water? Have I had enough sleep? Have I eaten enough things that my body can recognize from the earth, uh, meaning vegetables and fruit and things that um, you know aren't neon green? Um, you know, like gushers or whatever, fruit snacks or something that's like that they write is healthy and has like a source of vitamins. And you're like, who's falling for this? Some people are. Um, But you watch enough of these trendy documentaries and then all of a sudden we're all like off of corn and off of all of the the genetic modified food and whatever. So, you know, you, you learn, you know more and you do better. So um, that's something that I'm working on just constantly like, what do I need? And it's really hard to know what you need for some reason. I don't know why. I don't know why that's something it's easy. Like if you know someone else really well, it's easy to say you're hormonal or you need a nap or no talking aloud, no thinking aloud. You can't think right now because your um, your de- defenses are low. Like you don't have a lot of 
uh, in your resources. Like you don't have a lot of extra right now in your tank. So now you're not at your best to make big life decisions. It's obvious for us to see into the lives of the people around us what they need a lot of times. But for us to see what we need ourselves, I find that to be one of the biggest challenges. And so the older I get, the more time I get under my belt, the more I get to know myself. I'm learning myself. And I think that that's one of the healthiest things that you can do. Not becoming obsessed with yourself, but getting in a rhythm where you're like, oh, right now I need to go for a run. Right now I need to see a movie. Right now I need to call a friend. Right now I need to eat an apple. Right now I need to sit here and think. I need to read a book. I need to write a to-do list. I need to face off with the things I'm avoiding or whatever the thing is. You get in a rhythm with yourself and you start to learn what you need. And then if you come to the table fresh, happy, full of energy and life, you've faced off with your conflicts, you've checked off the things you've been procrastinating on, it's amazing how much more you have to give. You're vibrant. You're happy. You you don't have a bunch of weird offenses happening in your filter. So everything that happens in your life, you think it's all about you. You think everybody, the whole world, the sun rises and sets it on you and nobody's really thinking about you, but you, you know what I'm saying? Like you, you, it's like once you start dealing with all of these obstacles that are tormenting you, you start to see things more clearly. Like this just isn't about me right now. And what I mean is like sometimes when I've been offended or been really hurt, I can see everything through those eyes instead of really seeing the situation for what it really is. And hurt is one of those things that kind of, it colors everything a certain shade and it's hard to see past your own feelings. But really, everybody's hurting on some level. Everybody's got something going on. Uh, And, you know, in different seasons, it's more intense than others. But if we learn to recover quickly and we keep moving forward and we forgive and cover offenses, and I mean truly cover them. I don't mean fake cover them where it's full of fake smiles and, um, you know, it's condescending and passive aggressive. That's not healthy either. That's too hard to uphold. Like that's a hard lifestyle to manage, um, a a lifestyle of fake smiles and your head's tilted to the right all the time. Like, "Mm, sorry, I'm so good to see you. Hmm." It's like, okay, that's not real. And so I'm talking about truly dealing with conflict, pulling up the root of bitterness, pulling up unforgiveness, pulling up pain. I mean, I can feel it talking about it, pulling up pain from the root and really addressing it so that you can come into life with a a bounce in your step and better than you were before the hurt or the offense or the pain because you've recovered from it and you're smarter now. And you have more in your tool belt to work with to help and contribute to the lives around you. So I just want to encourage you to fight for yourself and work to be better, work to be better for real, not to appear better in fake world of Instagram and social media. I mean, work to be better for real at your core, that you're healed and you're fundamentally whole, where you can come at things from a truthful and honest and loving point of view. If you lead with love, it's amazing what that does instead of leading with fear. I've done both and I've I've been a part of both. And it's an amazing thing when I am fearful, when I'm freaked out about a deadline or I'm afraid that I, you know, didn't hit the mark here or whatever, whatever, whatever. It agitates the whole group. Everybody can feel that fear. It's something that... um, 
you know, all the lives around you. It's like, what's going on? What's going on? It feels like an earthquake. It feels like it feels unsure. And then when I come in full of love and full of peace, it is a completely different environment. It's a, this is how it's going to be. This is how we're going to operate. This is how I am going to be today. And I fight for my peace before I enter the room and I fight to be unshakable. It's an amazing thing how it affects my family. It affects my friends. It affects all the team that I lead. And I'm telling you, I definitely have done both several times. And I am fighting to lead with love and to lead with peace. And it's a much better energy to be around. And I'm not into energy, but vibes don't lie, as my friend Miriam would say. And it's true. I'm telling you, it's like, a feeling that you want to be around. You want to be around love. You want to be around peace. And even when crazy stuff happens, you just go, I'm not going to move. I'm not going to move. I'm, I'm not, I'm going to be unshakable here. And that commitment to being rock solid has to happen in your core. It can't be an appearance that you put on. And I'm telling you, I have had some very shakable moments and I definitely have to get myself solid before going into a situation. But my um, my deep commitment is to be steady. And so if I have to go center myself, I will, you know, but I'm just saying I definitely have opportunities to grow in this area. There are people and things and personalities and mindsets that I definitely encounter constantly that are there to be like, hi, I'm here to torment you. <laughs> and I'm just like, well, maybe this person's put in my life to make me grow. And I guarantee I've been put in other people's lives to make them grow too. And that way I know that I, I haven't been perfect for sure. And my personality, you know, rubs people a variety of ways. And I'm doing the best I can to be um, loving. But I, you know, I'm growing too. I'm learning too. But every year I'm committed to be better than I was last year. And I just want to be unshakable. I want to be the house that still stands in the storm. And in order to do that, we have to be legit all the way to the truth of our inner being, not um, fake it till you make it and everything's covered up with a Band-Aid. It's like Band-Aids are a really cute thing for a child and they sometimes protect your wound. But I'm talking about healing. I'm talking about truly healing from the inside out. And in order to do that, you have to do deep, deep work. You have to go and sometimes talk to a counselor and you got to be really careful who you talk to because sometimes they're crazy. Um, <laughs> but sometimes they're awesome. I love talking to a counselor. Sometimes you have to, you know, really take in information. I'm constantly reading. Leaders are readers. I read somewhere. And I love that. And I'm constantly absorbing information, but I'm very, very intentional with what material I absorb because like I talked about in a previous podcast, I'm a little sponge. I start doing the things that are placed in my subconscious and it comes out of my behavior. And I'm like, what the heck? I didn't even make a conscious decision to do that. And so I want to be really careful with my subconscious influencers as much as I can be. So I just want to encourage you to take care of yourself. This isn't a narcissistic point of view. You working out, drinking water, exercising, resolving your conflict quickly, not having toxic relationships as much as you could possibly handle it. And if you do have toxic relationships that are like in a, in a family role that you can't get out of, then at least protect your heart where you're not letting them uh, in the inner courts of your life where it's hurting so bad. It doesn't have to hurt all the time. Um, it can be healthy 
just by your mindset shifting. That's something I'm learning and working on. And so I just want to encourage you that you showing up with something to give is honorable. That is not a distasteful thing. And I don't know why so many people hate themselves. I'm like, what is it about you that you hate? You know, it's like, you're awesome. You're a good communicator. You're fun to be around. Like these people that I hear the self-loathing, I'm like, this is weird. You should love yourself. Like, unless there's some really weird, deep moral fault line that's psycho about you. We all got something a little psycho. We're all humans. We're all a little crazy. Like, it's okay. But love yourself. That's not a bad thing. It's just keeping it in balance. It's like loving yourself uh, in a healthy way enough to not be so insecure and not be so full of fear and not be so tormented and comparing yourself and not driving the people around you crazy because you're trying to keep up with other people and all this weird stuff that comes from hating yourself. It's a terrible, terrible life point of view. It's really sad. And I'm telling you, your value and worth is not in what other people tell you. Your value and worth is not in what you accomplish. Your value and worth is not in Anything that's stupid, your value and worth comes from who you are on the inside. And the closer that you can become to who you have been designed to be and being better and better every year, the more you're going to feel good about yourself. Just do the best that you can with what you've got. And I'm telling you, as you see improvement too, that's always so encouraging. You know, you work on something, even if it's an external thing that doesn't matter that much, you know, like your skin. I mean, that makes everybody feel better when your skin looks better. But I had issues with that on and off in my life. And when I see that it's going better, I'm like, yay, all my freaking facials are are helping or whatever I'm, I'm on at the time. Or you're working out, you know, your body. It's like not the most important thing, but it is good for your body to be healthy. That's a no brainer. Like taking care of your body and releasing chemicals and building muscle, like those are some pretty just smart things to do. Even if you're taking walks, if you're so out of shape that walking down the street is really hard, then walk down that street. You put your shoes by the door, you walk down the street, walk back, and every day just walk a little bit further until you get breakthrough. Drink water, have simple goals, get away from soda, those chemicals. I love soda. Listen, I love soda. But listen, it's not been a faithful friend to me. I had to break up with it. But I could down like a Route 44 Coke from like Sonic in college and it was so good. But I'm telling you, it didn't yield good fruit. It's like those bad relationships where it's very one sided and it's like not very it's not mutually beneficial. And so I just want to encourage you, whatever the thing is that's holding you back, face off with that thing and choose. I'm going to take care of myself so that I have more to offer. I'm putting my oxygen mask on first so that I could put the oxygen mask on other people. And I'm telling you, if you have a fixer personality like I do, a people pleasing type of a nature that you have to fight, this isn't easy, but I'm, I'm in it. I am fighting this every day, every week to say no to the things that are trying to distract me and to say yes to the greater things because they represent a lot more people. And so I just want to encourage you to spend yourself wisely, invest your time wisely, and more importantly, give your heart wisely. Don't just uh, let anybody take the, the most important part of your energy, your focus. I did a podcast a while back about your marbles and about every morning how you're given a certain amount of energy and let's say that it was marbles and I'd say I think it's about 300 in my head a a bowl a clear bowl of like 300 marbles and those are your energy units and however like a phone call takes five 
depending on how upsetting the phone call is. Sometimes it's 45, you know, or an email and then this and then that and then this and then that and this relationship and this person needs you and this person needs you. And it's like by the end of the day or honestly, sometimes by halfway through the day, I have nothing left. I have have nothing. And so then you're in your reserves and sometimes you don't have anything there either. And so it's just being wise. I'm just learning how to focus and give myself intentionally to the things that matter most. Honestly, it's something I'm working on daily and I'm getting breakthrough on it. And it's, it's a, it's a life changing thing. So I just want to encourage you in that. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I really appreciate your feedback and your hugs and your warmth that these things are touching you because I'm definitely out there vulnerable giving you myself, but I feel like that's what I'm supposed to do. And so I'm very thankful to be in it together and I'll be back to talk more soon. (laughs) 